Welcome to episode 13 of the Principal Liner Notes podcast. This podcast explores the intersection where passions meet, meld, and inspire. In this case, we discover that synergy within the lessons learned from music and education. Pretend that this podcast is like the back of an album cover you have just purchased and you are reading a set of liner notes. In case you are wondering, liner notes are meant to serve as a written companion to the vinyl album. They were either banal or insipid in execution. It was evident that the author barely listened to the album in that case. Nothing was ever revealed about the music there. I prefer the other type of liner notes that attempt to capture the essence of the music, the words written bordered on poetry or read like a Jackson Pollock painting. In this case of the podcast, these are digital liner notes. I hope not to stray too far in the banal and insipid category while you listen. My name is Sean Gaylord, and I am a middle school principal. I am also the author of The Pepper Effect. That book explores my passions for the Beatles and the schoolhouse. Welcome to the Principal Liner Notes podcast. This 13th episode of the Principal Liner Notes podcast is entitled, Get Back on the Rooftop. We will celebrate the recent 50th anniversary of the Beatles' final live performance, which took place on the roof of the corporate offices of Apple Corps in London. This particular episode is a mashup of a couple of past blog post I have written on this subject. Also, we will explore how that particular swan song of the Beatles still inspires and resonates today, in addition to making some connections to the schoolhouse and attempt to answer the following questions. How might we tune into the joy along the journey in the schoolhouse? How can we find inspiration in the mistakes and pitfalls we experience as educators? Where are those organic moments of inspiration? First, let's take a visit to our favorite record store. Another visit to our favorite record store downtown, and we are reminiscing over the past January and the celebration surrounding the 50th anniversary of the Beatles' final live performance as a band. Let's face it, the performance is iconic, often parodied and emulated. The Beatles set the standard in their final live set as a band. A few live tracks were captured for posterity on the Let It Be album. I flipped to it in the record bin. You may try to stop me because you have heard me extol the virtues of this album many, many times before. It is my favorite of all the Beatles albums. This is for many reasons. 
One reason being is that I was born on the same day and year it was released, May 8th, 1970. The entire Get Back, Let It Be project has been mined and repeated many times over. I, I don't plan on treading that much visited trail in Beatles lore here in this podcast episode. The Get Back project does stand out for me as a time in which the Beatles wanted to get back, pun completely intended there for you close-watching Beatle fans, get back to their roots as a band by eschewing studio trickery and all of the ornamentation that started really with the Sgt. Pepper album. They wanted to return to their roots as a live band and experience that synergy that goes with it. Let's give a listen to one of the tracks from what is lovingly known as the Rooftop Concert. If you are not listening on the Anchor app, then I invite you to check out the Let It Be album, which does feature a few tracks from that historic concert. Or check out the Beatles Anthology DVD series. You can also track it down on YouTube as well, where you can look up some of the live tracks from the Rooftop Concert. Four friends on a Savile Row rooftop on a cold, dreary London afternoon. They are locked in the synergy of sound, blissfully ignoring the staid norms of some of their brokerage firm and high-class tailor shop neighbors. An electric keyboard is melodically dancing in time as a new addition to the brotherhood from various angles of Liverpool, England. It is a band on a rooftop, playing songs that will sparkle the edges of an inspirational canon. The Beatles are immersed in the moment of musical empathy. Smiles surround their sounds as a film crew captures what will be their final live performance. The band did not designate this as their finale. It is only the conclusion to a documentary film in the midst of songs like Get Back and I've Got a Feeling, the previous weeks of what John Lennon called, and I quote, the most miserable sessions on earth, the Beatles embraced the love forged in their shared words of music and melody. The past moments of arguments, tension, and detachment are gone. One would never sense that this was a band mired in recent disarray. The band is live again performing for people on a rooftop. They have drafted a young keyboard player named Billy Preston to sit in with them on a project that was designed for them to get back to their roots of being the band they once were. Forgetting their differences and disagreements, the Beatles are reborn doing what they do best sharing music for the world. The Beatles were performers and they discovered their natural habitat on that London rooftop after a nearly three year absence from live performance. The moment is sincere and filled with love, a love that bonds these four friends together in love for music and each other. 
a love that transcends the inertia of negativity and dissent, a love that will eternally echo in the film and recording captured on that wintry afternoon in 1969. beautiful mistake arrives within the middle of the set on the rooftop. John Lennon forgets the words to Don't Let Me Down and begins to sing an inspired melange of gibberish. His nonsense creates a moment of knowing levity within the band. It is evident and the Beatles take license with it and finish the song without missing a beat, literally. Check out Ringo laughing and pounding the cymbals in sheer glee during John's gibberish. The moment of this beautiful mistake lasts just a few seconds. The joy in this mistake carries the band through a solid conclusion of the performance. Find the performance on YouTube and it will totally make your day. That particular mistake reminds me of the need to tune into the joy in the journey. Even though the band was heading towards the end of their tenure together, the Beatles were still able to find a reminder of their core and prevailed upward in their final live performance. As educators, it can be difficult to find any shred of joy in the schoolhouse. We sometimes burden ourselves with tunnel vision amidst the season of testing, observations, paper chases, and the like. Deadlines become akin to portents of doom in the schoolhouse. Our students and colleagues are viewed as speed bumps, forcing us to slow down against our will as we careen towards the end of the school year. We disinvite sometimes the essence of joy from the schoolhouse and permit what is seemingly important to prevail. This unfortunately builds a barrier to our noble profession and ultimately all of us end up losing direction on this schoolhouse journey. We are human as educators. Many lessons can be gleaned from the Beatles and their final rooftop performance in our Universal Schoolhouse. We hit many peaks and valleys as educators. Doing the noble work of serving our students is not always easy. Plagued with doubts and divisiveness, we as educators sometimes embrace the dour nature of our collective beings and permit that to dull the spark in the schoolhouse. As I said earlier, we are human and we do have our moments where our passions are are sometimes dimmed. We sometimes lose our way in the labyrinth of the status quo. These moments occur at varying levels for some of us. 
It is vital to embrace the joy we have as educators and blissfully get back to our intentional roots. We call those things out that led us toward the path in our noble profession and a synergy will arise. Teaching is in part a collaborative pursuit. Collaborating with teachers is like playing in a band. Bands are not always perfect, just as school faculties are in turn sometimes the same. If we intentionally toss aside the disillusion that may weigh us down and get back to our core as educators, then we can enjoy a joyful rooftop moment or two, just like the Beatles. Find the colleague in your schoolhouse and invite them to jam on that rooftop with you. Our students benefit from the music that we play together as educators in the collaborations we actively foster. Cast aside the fear or doubt that may hinder the invitation to collaborate. Stay tuned to the key of the core that inspires you as an educator and play your loud, raucous sound on many rooftops. One way to aim for that rooftop moment as educators is to embrace the impromptu like the Beatles did. Here are a few impromptu ideas for you. Host an impromptu dance party for colleagues at the end of the week. The power of a soul train line is a fun way to bond and connect. Create a flip grid where colleagues can share a favorite song, fond teaching memory, or inspiring movie. Make a mixtape or a playlist where you invite teachers to share upbeat songs. Invite teacher colleagues to a common area in the schoolhouse for a freeform brainstorming or moonshot dream sharing session. Or you can host an informal jam session if there are teacher colleagues who actually play music. The Beatles' final performance on that rooftop was a swan song of joy. As educators, We do not have to settle for the last gasp of a swan song or negativity plague semester. Our quest is to inspire young minds and our care for them is never ending. We can aim for that rooftop moment of joy and leave a positive educational canon that inspires kids just like the Beatles did. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening to the Principal Liner Notes podcast. I truly appreciate you listening, and I am so grateful for you taking the time to tune in. Thanks, as always, to the legacy and inspiration of the Beatles. Thanks to Nicole Michael of 910 Public Relations for fab and fruitful promotion. Thanks to the Sky Dogs for the inspiration behind the closing musical theme of this podcast. The song is called Another Groovy Day and yours truly composed and performed on it. 
The Principal Liner Notes podcast is a proud member of the Latest Music Vibes podcast network. Thanks to DC Hendricks for the invitation to join the podcast network. Be sure to follow that network on Twitter at Latest Vibes. You can follow me on Twitter at SMGaylord if you are listening on any podcast platform and you enjoyed this episode, then a five-star review would sure be appreciated. This is Sean Gaylord, and this is the Principal Liner Notes podcast signing off for now. Don't forget to share your passions and dreams. Our world needs them from you. See you on the rooftop, and I'll catch you on the flip side.